thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. The Real Food Real is a fresh and educational podcast dedicated to your health. We get real on current research, debunk food myths, and educate you on how to just eat real food. Your host, Steph Lowe, the natural nutritionist, is one of Australia's leading sports nutritionists, passionate about simplifying nutrition and addicted to coconut lattes, smoothies, and sweet potato. If you love the show, then please leave us a review on iTunes. Share the real food reel with your friends and continue to spread the real food love. team and welcome to another episode of The Real Food Real. Today on the show, we have Christy Ord from The Real Food Revolution. The Real Food Revolution is a nationwide events company and Australia's premier health and wellness event in 2015, featuring over 40 industry experts. Christy's personal story is one of triumph, sick, suffering from chronic IBS, bronchitis, asthma, and frequent illnesses. She overhauled her nutrition, focused on real food, and her whole life completely changed. Her health has dramatically improved, and she believes she now has gained purpose after leaving her corporate job to live the life of her dreams and develop the real food revolution. Today on the show, we learn more about Christy's journey and share with you more about the real food revolution. Hi, Christy, and thanks for coming on the show. Hi, Seth. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to have you here, and I'd love for you to share with us your story, more about yourself, and you can go way back because we want to know it all. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. So basically, my story started when I was about 10 years old. I was going on a snow trip, and I actually got pneumonia, and basically, I, you know, I just thought it was going to be a one-off, and, you know, I was put on some medication to get better, etc. Um, and... Really, I guess that's where it all started. I, I've experienced for years then ongoing bronchitis, so chronic bronchitis to the point where, you know, I had to carry an uh, asthma puffer everywhere. Um, my, like I couldn't breathe sometimes. I was coughing up blood all the time. And this just kept going and going. And doctors really never told me anything about nutrition. They never told me anything about, you know, actually how to heal and get better. It was always just another drug and another pill. And as I went on, you know, things got a lot worse. I I left high school and I was, you know, still obviously dealing with bronchitis on a regular basis. And for those that don't know what bronchitis is, it's a respiratory disease. So, Basically, it's in the lungs, bronchial passages, and it becomes inflamed. So to the point where you know there'll be a lot of phlegm, there'll be um, you know you'll be coughing up blood, and you're constantly coughing and coughing to the point where obviously then you you start to lose breath. Um, so what was basically going on was this is actually very closely linked to the digestive system for those that don't know much about it. And when I left school, you know, like most teenagers, I started getting into partying and. You know, when you're 17, 18, partying isn't just once a week, it's most nights of the week. And I actually moved to Scotland when I was 18. And for those that haven't been to Scotland, they love to party and they love to spend most of their time at the pub and that's basically where I ended up. And I just got into this lifestyle of, you know, drinking all the time. You know, lunchtime we'd be at the pub, after work we'd be at the pub and eating a lot of very heavy processed um you know, dairy kind of foods that um, I guess do, you know, don't help when you've got an inflammation uh, problem going on in your body. 
And what I ended up finding was that I started to get a lot of pain in my digestive system, so um, which is basically called IBS, or that's what it comes down to, or that's what doctors say it is, um, where sometimes you can be either really constipated or you can, you know, you can have chronic diarrhea. Um, it really kind of switches up. And on top of that, you get a lot of abdominal pain. So what I was finding is I would be, you know, at work and it would come on really randomly and it was just to the point where then I, I couldn't walk. Like I was just in so much pain. It was though somebody had had six knives and was stabbing me. And I remember just crying a lot. I was like, why is this happening? Why am I in so much pain? I'm meant to be overseas traveling and having fun. And, you know, all these problems started to happen. And, you know, so once again, I was going to see doctors overseas and I was trying to work out what was actually going on. And they just kept saying, you've got IBS. And then it was just another drill, another drug and another pill again. And there was no education around, you know, what I was actually eating or what I was actually doing to my body. And I was smoking and stuff like that over there, you know, as just a typical, I guess, 18-year-old just having fun. Um, and it got to a point when I, when I got home, you know, I, I came home from my travels. I lived in Amsterdam for a little bit as well. And I came home and things just weren't getting better. And in fact, they were getting a lot worse. Um, not only was my health suffering, but my, my relationships were suffering. My work was suffering. I had a, a quite a high pressure job in mining as a HR, um, advisor. And, you know, I really needed to be, I guess, you know, there, you know, present to that. And I, I just wasn't, I, um, I was sick a lot. I took about 50 sick days in my last year of my career and, um, you know, my, my relationship was suffering and everything was kind of spiraling out of control. I can really say it was probably the lowest point of my life at that stage. And I just wanted answers, really. You know, I, I wanted someone to help me. And, you know, now it seems also simple because I know about, you know, real food and I know about nutrition. But back then it just seemed so clouded in my mind as, as to what to do to get on a better track. And I actually, in 2012, it was January 2012, and I really felt this, I guess, shift in my body um, in January where I just, I knew that that was going to be the year that I changed everything in my life. And someone actually came to me about mid-January and told me about plant-based enzymes and probiotics and gut health. And these were such new concepts to me. I was like, what? Like, you can actually reverse what was, you know, gut damage and, you know, just I was baffled that, that nobody had ever told me about these things beforehand, that I'd been living, you know, 10 years or 12 years with these ongoing issues. And he started to explain to me gut health and how everything can be reversed in the gut if we start to heal and if we start to look after and if, if we feed it the correct foods. And it's still like, it just still blows my mind that I didn't know about all this beforehand. So I went on this path and my, my, that's where my journey really started. And I, I went on a path basically to just find out as much as I could. I, I started, you know, I started working with him and he put me on some plant-based enzymes, so digestive enzymes, uh, which help break down all of your food correctly and, dig and absorb nutrients. Um, he got me on to some probiotics, uh, you know, some fiber and some super greens. And that was really what helped me. And, you know, I, I, I in some ways believe supplements work and in some ways I don't but I definitely believe that these four uh, really did make a massive difference in my health and from there I guess I just I kind of got obsessed you know I, I was like I wanted to change my life and I wanted to tell other people about these things because it wasn't just me that was suffering from you know bronchitis and IBS it, it is a very common thing to go through and 
I then just started, you know, watching all these documentaries and finding out about what was going on in the meat industry and what was going on with our foods and, you know, all this, you know, I used to think natural products or low fat products were actually really good for us. And I realized that they're really high in sugar. And I, um, you know, and then I started going into this gluten-free world thinking that I could still eat cake as long as it was gluten-free, but then realizing <laughs> that, you know, it was like 97% sugar. And I just was like, what was going on? Like we, we actually aren't informed as a, as a nation on what is actually good for our bodies and what isn't. And so I just sort of t- took it on myself to start to learn. And, and once I started to learn all of these amazing things about what food and nutrition can do for our body, I really got a sense of purpose in my life and I knew that I'd gone through these sicknesses in my life to really give back and actually help them educate other people. And so I learned holistic health. I started studying holistic health. I started reading all these books. As I mentioned, I I watched a lot of documentaries. I started going to health events. I just really got absorbed in the whole industry. And it was 2013. So I'd been, I'd sort of been doing it all for about a year by then and, and really, you know, that. I got myself better. I, I haven't had bronchitis since then. I I don't have any um, digestive problems. You know, my eyesight's better. I've got I lost 14 kilos. Um, my skin all cleared up. Like everything in my life got better. And I guess with that new sense of purpose and with this knowledge, I I decided I, I didn't want to work in mining anymore. So I, I quit my full time job in, in corporate and I just went and worked in a little cafe a couple of days a week while I could still learn and, and understand, you know, how to heal my body and then how to heal other people. And by the end of 2013, I was in a really good place. You know, I'd, I'd really started to look after myself. I'd started to get so much knowledge under my belt and I'd done, you know, some juice cleansers and all sorts of things by then. And I opened up my own raw food cafe. And I then opened another one in 2014. So I had two cafes and this was really a platform. This was really my vehicle to be able to share my message with other people and be able to um, you know, help people detox, be able to help people understand plant-based nutrition, uh, be able to help them connect better with their food and actually form a really good positive relationship with food because often um, we go on diets and we continue to have a negative relationship with food rather than a positive one. And so many people just started flocking to my cafe. You know, it became quite successful, the one in Brisbane. And, um, you know, I had a lot of people doing detox programs with me, juice cleansers, um, coming to my dinners. I used to hold dinners where we talk on all sorts of different topics of holistic health. I started running wellness weekends, which was like a retreat basically, um, where they'd come and, you know, eat my food all weekend and learn about the whole process of, you know, nutrition and real food. And it was just, it was fantastic. It was a really fantastic part of my journey. I've actually since gone on to close my cafes and, and part of the reason was in the end, uh, I realized that I'd, I'd done all this to, 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 to then start helping other people. But what I found was, um, I got very bad adrenal fatigue and for those that don't know what adrenal fatigue is, it's basically uh, connected with your kidneys and it basically is, is due to stress and burning yourself out, which a lot of women and a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of people that are very ambitious tend to do. They, they take on a lot of things and, um, you know, if they don't start to slow down before it happens, they can find themselves in a situation of burnout. And so then I I was really confronted again because, you know, I thought, oh, my God, I've been through this whole journey of getting my place, myself finally to this great state of health, and now I have to go through all these um, health issues again. And, you know, it's it's just all part of my journey, basically. But 
what what actually happened was I couldn't get out of bed one day. So I was running the cafes and I I couldn't get out of bed. I was I was just burnt out. Like I, I could I could barely open my eyes. And my parents were actually helping me at the time because they knew I was under a lot of pressure. And they said, you know, you've got to get up. You've got to you know you have to get up. And I was like, I actually just can't get out of bed today. And I'd never had that in my life. And so. What I did was I made a really hard but strong decision to close those cafes down to look after myself so that I could become, once again, the best version of myself, to be able to keep continuously spreading this message but with a bit of a different framework in not just looking after yourself through food and nutrition but also looking after yourself in terms of you know, managing stress correctly and actually self-love and putting yourself first because I really believe that's a very important part of our journey. And so... Now I, I run the Real Food Revolution. I, I still deal with adrenal fatigue and, you know, bits of candida here and there, which I'm, I'm now trying to uh, once again heal from. Um, but really, you know, I, I'm very grateful that the journey has, has happened like this and I've been through a few ups and downs along, you know, along the last couple of years. And um, now, you know, what I do is I run this Real Food Revolution, which is a nationwide events company, and we actually are travelling from June to October this year, spreading this message um, with many other industry speakers on, you know, looking after your gut, looking after, you know, your self-love, detoxing, um, how to do a detox correctly, uh, chiropractic care, holistic health, getting rid of toxins, all these factors that really do contribute not just to the food that you put into your body but also all of the other environmental and external factors that we have to go through on the journey. So um, that's a little bit about where I've been in the last couple of years and, you know, I've got a lot more that I want to do and a lot more that I want to share. And, um, yeah, it's, it's really my life now. You know, I really believe that my purpose is all around helping people get back onto a better track of just taking care of themselves and their food choices and just being more aware of what we're putting into our body. But also finding your purpose, I really think that's a, a big key and I think um, nutrition and food can be definitely something that, that can help you do that because you can become more confident and you can become more clear in the head, you can think better. And so in turn, when you when you have a clear mind and you have a confident body, you can actually start to I guess, develop yourself in a way where you can start to find your purpose and what your message is that you want to spread with the world. Yeah, I think that's so true. And your story is such a fantastic example of that. Like I'm a big mm. believer in you teach, teach what you most need to learn yourself. And so, you know, you've obviously gone through these health challenges, but then you can give back in a massive way. And I don't think that ever stops as mm. a health practitioner or as someone that has that role in life. So I think it's wonderful that you can certainly teach others and really share your message with the world through these platforms. Mm, yeah, thank you. Thank you, absolutely. Yeah, so let's chat a little bit more about what your life looks like now. And this mm. is the question that I ask all of the guests on the show. If you could summarise for us what your real food message is. So my real food message, and some of you have probably seen it all over Instagram and Facebook and you don't even know what it stands for, but it's JERF, so it's just eat real food, and it really will change your life. Um, I'm a big follower of Tony Robbins, and he basically says you never know when a day can change your life, and it's actually completely true. So all it took for me one day was to wake up, a wake-up call that was basically delivered to me and a solution was right in front of my eyes, and I took it and ran with it, and since that day it really changed my life. 
So I believe that, um, you know, the message comes down to just getting back to basics and whether that's, you know, whether, whether you want to eat paleo or whether you want to eat raw or whether you want to do high carb and low fat or, or high fat and low carb, whatever it is, it really comes down to just cutting out all of the other stuff, like all these, you know, crazy packaging, packaged foods that have, you know, 20 different ingredients that we can't even make out the words of them. We, you know, we don't even know what they mean, but we still put them in the trolley car. You know, getting rid of them, um, you know, getting rid of all these refined sugars. I, I personally don't eat gluten. I, I don't think our body needs gluten, and I think it can cause more damage than good for our, for our gut. So I stay away from gluten. Um, you know, I, I don't drink that much. I used to drink a lot and I probably have one glass of wine, but again, that comes, you know, maybe every week I have one glass of red wine and that comes down to actually choosing the right brand. So I choose a brand that's organic and preservative free and there are a couple out there. Um, and really just getting down to what feels right for you. So, I mean, a lot of people get fixated on yo-yo diets and they'll go, you know, they say, oh, I'm going on a diet. And I hate the word diet. I, I think it's just ridiculous. You know, it actually has the word die in it. And, and I truly believe that when you're on a diet, you, people feel like they're dying because they're on these all these restrictions. And what it actually comes down to is not thinking about going on a diet for a certain period of time, you know, going, oh, I'm going to go on an eight-week diet or a four-week diet or whatever. Think of it as a lifestyle change and a journey that you're about to embark on to actually go on to a live it. So if we could get rid of the word diet and replace it with live it, I think that would be great um, because you, then you're living it, you're not dying it. And um, I think that's what it comes down to. It's about re- changing that relationship with food um, initially, so actually going through the process of learning more and understanding why we should put these foods into our mouth over you know, franchise food or packaged foods or whatever. And then actually um, appreciating it, so understanding what it actually does for ourselves and our digestive system and our whole body, and then uh, just eating it basically, just just you know really learning to love and appreciate that type of food because once you do, you actually won't crave any of the other bad foods or the nasty foods that you once were a slave to, and that's where it really comes down to. I think um, you know we we get we do get fixated on diets for starters, and then we do also get fixated on the fact that. Um, you know, we've then got to choose in the real world if, if we become paleo, if we become raw, or if we do this or if we do that, when really I don't believe that's the case. I think we can take snippets of what feels right for us. But as long as it comes back to that main message of just eating real food and what feels right for your per- your own person, your own gut, then just go, go with that. Um, I was raw vegan for a year and I was convinced that that was the only way to live. I was trying to get everybody to see that. I was like, no, you have to dehydrate everything and, you you know, you, you, you can't eat anything cooked and I, I wouldn't even have like a piece of broccoli cooked. Like it just got ridiculous. And my, my parents and the people around me were just getting so frustrated. They were just like, what was going on with it? And I ended up realizing on a raw food diet I was actually only eating about 600 or 700 calories and it actually became very unsafe for me. And not that that can't work if it's done safely and as potentially a cleanse, but I think we put a lot of restrictions on ourselves that are unnecessary and we can actually start to, to cause more damage even in the real food world um, when we get fixated on one thing. So that's really where I guess my message comes down to 
is, is about being intuitive, about just eating real food and whatever the form that is, do it with what feels right for you, not because somebody else wants you to do that certain way or because, you know, um, you feel that, you know, paleo is a trend or raw vegan is a trend or whatever. Do it because it actually feels right. Yeah, absolutely. You're speaking my language. I think you make some fantastic points and, you know, we can keep it that simple. You're a really good example of that with the the naturopath or whoever it was that you mentioned you worked with that really kickstarted your healing journey. The strategies that you implemented weren't complex or expensive. They were, you know, focusing on healing the gut and adding in some fantastic nutrients and certainly decreasing the inflammation that your body was suffering from. And, you know, in a nutshell, that's actually really simple. And and so is eating real food. So mm. I love your message. Thank you. That's okay. Thank you. So let's talk a little bit of, uh, I guess, go down a practical route mm. just so that people can start to learn more about what that look, more, might look like from a day-to-day sense. Mm-hmm. So what are your nutritional strategies on a day-to-day basis? <laughs> On a day-to-day basis, so I definitely have a cold-pressed juice every day and I'm a big greenie, so I love green foods and green drinks. Um, I I think alkalizing is very, very important and alkalizing can fit in with whatever whatever style or way you choose to eat. But basically alkalizing comes down to uh, a lot of green vegetables, you know, a a few green fruits, but but really focusing on that high green vegetables. And so what I do is I, I really do start my day with oil pulling so for those that don't know what that is, um, it's done with coconut oil, which is very alkalizing, and I use coconut oil for so many things. Um, you know, I cook with it, I, I have make raw desserts with it, all sorts of things. But oil pulling allows us to release toxins that build up in our mouth overnight. So uh, sometimes you wake up and you've got that very type of taste in your mouth or you might have bad breath or anything like that in the morning and that's actually very closely linked to the digestive system so when we sleep there are toxins that do build up in our mouth and so by using a couple of um, teaspoons or a tablespoon of coconut oil and swishing it around in your mouth for about 15 minutes in the morning before you do anything else so before you have any other liquids allows those toxins to be drawn in hence the word pulling so it pulls in and then you can spit them out and um you know, I try to do that most mornings. When I haven't run out of coconut oil, I get very sad. <laughs> I mean, when I do run out, I get very sad because it's it's a great morning routine. And um, and then I basically start my day with green. So I have either a super green. So there's some fantastic products on the market that are um, freeze dried. So you can get like you know wheatgrass, barley grass, spirulina type mixes. And I have one of them with alkaline water every morning. So I try to drink a liter of alkaline water with the greens. And then I'll have uh, breakfast, which is high in fat. I'm a big believer in high fat, um, obviously good fats. I don't ever have like, trans fats or anything like that, but, you know, good fats such as your coconut oils, your avocado. Um, I have a lot of tahini, um, those types of things, almonds, breads, almond butters. Uh, so I try to start my day off with something like that. So I've, I've, something for me is just like avocado with some sprouts on top and, and lime because they're all really alkalizing, um, just on a gluten-free bread. And there is some great gluten-free breads out there, but just always check the packaging. And so I start my day basically, yeah, with greens. And then I move on to throughout the day, I'll also have like apple cider with lemon um, I'll have apple cider is very good for our digestive system. So I have about a teaspoon of that every day and I have a lot of salads and, and vegetables. Um, 
whatever really I feel like, like I'll, if I'm, if I really am craving like protein or fat or whatever, you know, I'll make up like a, a Mexican dish with lots of beans and stuff like that, or I'll have like a lentil dish. Um, but what I really try and do if I, if I can is, I mean, I work from home anyway, so it's quite easy for me, I guess, to be able to ensure that I, I maintain a great routine, routine every day. But what I do is I ensure that I've got lots of micronutrients in there, so your green drinks, et cetera, and your cold-pressed juices, which are full of your, your micronutrients. And then I also try to fit in you know, quite a lot of my macronutrients so that I am eating about 2,000 calories a day. So I'll have you know, your fats, um, I'll have car- you know, carbohydrates, and I'll have uh, protein. So um, for protein sources, I, I mean, I'm vegan, so I have – you know, tofu, I choose a really good organic source of tofu or tempeh. Um, you know, I eat quinoa, basically anything that I guess is, is alkalizing, is either green um, or raw. You know, I love, I love nice big fresh salads with like an apple cider and ginger and lemon dressing. And it's, re- it's, it's quite simple. You know, once you start to do it, it's really simple and you crave that. You know, food is such a big thing for me now. Like I just, I can't wait to have a juice or I can't wait to have a smoothie or I can't wait to have a salad. You know, these things are really exciting to my day. Um, so they're kind of, I guess, the actual staples that I, I make sure. Um, you know, as I said, I was living my life at one stage on 700 calories, so now it feels great because I eat a lot more and I have a lot more energy. And that's not just doing raw food. You know, it's a bit of cooked here, a bit of raw here, lots of fats. Um, and, yeah, I just I just enjoy it. I just enjoy food and I, I eat what I want to eat, you know. If, and I always say to people, you know, if there was a point in my life where I really was craving eggs or, or whatever, then I, I eat them, you know, every couple of months or, you know, every couple of weeks I feel like eggs, so I eat them. It just really comes down to um, what what feels right, but I choose the best. So um, if I want a Mexican dish rather than going to a Mexican restaurant, I would probably just usually make my own, you know, with, with nice beans and um, I make a tomato sauce myself with organic tomatoes, et cetera. So, um choose the right sources and, and really eat what I want to eat within the real food realm. Yeah, it always comes back to quality. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. Awesome. And I, I do try and eat organic where I can. I think um, especially what I'm trying to do with my message, I guess, in the future is, is allow people to understand that, yes, organic is best, um, but there are also things that don't necessarily need to be organic because they're not as harmful as, as some. So there is something called the Dirty Dozen, which you can look up online, um, and that really gives you a list and an overview of the best things to have that's organic, So such as berries. They're, they're one of the biggest things that we really do to need to have organic. So I always make sure with things like that um, I have them organic. But if not, um, you know, if they're avocados or if they're bananas or something with a really hard skin around them, then I'll just I'll go for the more conventional ones because they are obviously cheaper. So I just look out for the, the choices and, and what really needs to be organic and what doesn't, which, which what isn't as necessary. Yeah, I think that's a great point. I mean, it's about picking your battles. We're not saying that you need to either, you know, blow your budget or turn it into something that's more challenging from a time point of view. But, you know, you can certainly be uh, strategic or pick your priorities to focus on. And, you know, I say to my clients, and I'm sure your message is similar, if you're more organized or you buy in bulk or you buy from a farm or you buy from the markets, you can make it quite simple and cost effective and then be prioritizing quality at the same time. Oh, absolutely. That's where it's at. Definitely bulk. Um, 
you know, even like somewhere like Costco can actually have some really great products, um, like really good quality products that are bulk. So I know a lot of people that do go there and definitely farmers markets. And I, I would say also as a sneaky farmers markets, if you go later in the day, sometimes they run out, but they do have a lot of things on sale. Good oh, discounts. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So that's you know, rather than going being the early early bird there at five thirty or six, you know, wait a little bit later and then and that's a great way to start to get some of your fresher um, fruits and vegetables for a little bit cheaper. Yeah, nice. So let's mm. head back to the real food revolution. Tell mm. me more about what your plan is there and certainly what's happening for the rest of 2015. Yeah, so we do have big plans for the Real Food Revolution. So this year we're running eight nationwide events across Australia, which really helps to educate and inspire people to really transform their health and wellness. And I I truly believe that once full control of your health, you can actually start to make a huge impact in every other single area of your life. And so that's what we're really all about. My message is all about, um, you know, designing that that really great relationship with your food. And that's all about what the Real Food Revolution does is educate and inspire people to, to start to make these changes and, and to start to live a really fulfilling life. So we've got our eight events coming up across Australia. Um, we'll be travelling over the for four months and we've also got an online activation program that we're setting up so people from we've had a lot of people internationally contact us so we'll be setting up something that they'll be able to do as well as people that can't make it to the events um we'll also be starting a podcast show so we'd love to have you on obviously Steph um but yeah we'll, we'll be starting a podcast line we'll also be doing a few different things hopefully internationally as 2016 approaches and I guess just continuously spreading this message and working in with everybody in the real food industry. I, I love this industry because I do think that we all work in very well together and we can actually um, create really amazing ripple effects together, whether you work for yourself or another company. We all seem to work in together and share this message, which I think is really beautiful. So just working with people in the industry and, and continuously ch- trying to make a, a really positive change um, on the lives of everybody. Yeah, it's so awesome. I love that and I can't wait to get involved. Mm. Um, can you direct our listeners to how they can find out more, how they can get involved and certainly what the next step is for this year? Yeah, absolutely. So the first event we have is in Perth, so that's on the 12th to the 14th of June and then we move over to the Gold Coast and we keep going from there to sort of Melbourne, Canberra, Sydney, um, Cairns, Adelaide and Hobart and Canberra, if I haven't already said that. Um, so the best way to find out more about us and myself is to head over to our pages. So you can either get us on Instagram or Facebook at The Real Food Revolution or our website, which is www.therealfoodrevolution.com.au. If you do wish to come and if you find us on um, through this podcast, please connect with me through Facebook and I will do you guys a deal because you have listened to our podcast. I would love to see like I would love to see you all there and, and if, especially if you've heard about it through Steph, um, we'll definitely do you some discounts there. But yeah, that's really the next step is is heading over, finding out more about the event, finding out what we're up to, and you know, we'd love to see you at a city near you. I we actually did run this event last year, so I took over it this year um, from two other people. It was the Whole Food Dude that started last year with Kasane Appleby, who's a Whole Food chef. And, um, you know, 
I, I've actually since caught up with a lot of people that went to the events last year and their changes have been absolutely amazing. Like I, I just couldn't believe, you know, these changes that people had made since then, not only in terms of weight and, you know, um, diabetes problems, obesity, um, you know, different autoimmune disorders, um, you know, fibromyalgia, et cetera, all these people have started to recover from, but also people have started to change their life. So, you know, actually starting a business or, you know, starting yes. to, study something else you know we met a lady that is now studying to be a naturopath and I'm like wow you know yet last year she didn't know anything about any of this stuff so um yeah it's fantastic life-changing event that that really will get you on on the right track so we'd love to meet more of you there we've also got blogs that we write on um and we send out updates and all sorts of things on our on our subscriber newsletter very cool so we'll pop all the links in the show notes team and Thanks so much for coming on the show, Christy. It's been awesome. Lots of great information, gold mines, and your passion's just amazing. So stay tuned for more from the Real Food Revolution in 2015, and I hope you and I can catch up again soon. Awesome. Thank you so much, Steph. Thanks for having me on. Thanks again. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.